This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Yeah, this time every week we take a look at the way New Zealand law affects our daily lives and uh, today probably one that's going to resonate with more listeners than perhaps some other weeks because we're going to be talking about infringement notices, yeah what you might call those kind of minor things, minor offences, parking, speeding tickets and so forth. Uh, Logan Bell joins us on the line now, Morena Logan, good to have you with us. Yeah, how we going? Logan, uh, tell us uh, what, what is an infringement notice? Uh, well, common examples of infringement notice, infringement offences are things like parking offences, toll offences, speeding and over, overloading offences, not having a current warrant of fitness or vehicle registration, and some other low-level drink-driving offences. All right. So how will I know if I've committed an infringement offence? Well, a police officer can issue you with an infringement notice, which is essentially an on-the-spot ticket. They can do this if they have reasonable cause to believe you've committed an infringement offence. The form and content of the notice has to comply with the requirements set out in the Land Transport Act and other relevant regulations. It is important to note that the owner of the vehicle will usually be held responsible for paying the infringement fee unless they can show a relevant defence. For example, if someone else was driving your vehicle, then whoever was driving would have to pay the fine, even though it may not be their vehicle. All right, Logan, so what are my options if I receive an infringement notice? Well, there's two main options available to you if you receive an infringement notice. First, you could pay the infringement fee. If you accept that you committed the infringement offence and simply want to pay the infringement fee, you need to pay the fee in full. This includes any towing fee you may have incurred. This must be done within 28 days after the notice is given to you. If you do this, then no further action can be taken against you. The second option is that you could write a letter to the police or city council and try to appeal the fee. However, you should only do this if you're denying the offence and want a court hearing, or you have an explanation or information that you want the enforcement authority to consider that they may not have taken into account beforehand. So what happens if I do nothing after getting an infringement notice? If you do nothing, then after 28 days, you'll be issued with a reminder notice explaining fully how to defend the charge and containing a statement outlining your rights. Okay, so what if I do nothing after getting the reminder notice? If you do nothing after you receive a reminder notice for the infringement offence, the police local council or other relevant authority can lodge the infringement notice or reminder notice with the district court so that it can be enforced. A lodgement fee of around $30 is automatically added to the amount of the unpaid fee and the whole amount will then be treated the same as if you'd been fined by a judge in court. The district court will give you another 28 days to pay the infringement fee and court costs. If, again, you do nothing, they'll also add another enforcement fee of around $100. All right, starting to get a bit steeper now. Um, Logan, can you challenge a fine after an unpainted infringement notice? Yeah, so you have some limited rights to challenge a fine that results from an infringement notice if there have been 
problems with the processes used to impose the fine on you. To challenge the fine, you should write to the court or fill out the appropriate form. The appropriate form is a 78B form available from the courts or from the Ministry of Justice's website. You will need to make a statutory declaration or provide other evidence to support your application. However, even if your challenge is successful, it doesn't necessarily mean you won't have to pay the fine. For example, if you hadn't received the reminder notice, the court may simply order the reminder notice to be reissued so that when you have the chance to dispute the infringement notice, sorry, so, so that you then have the chance to dispute the infringement notice with the issuing authority. Right, Logan, we've seen how the costs can incrementally uh, step up quite high as a consequence of ignoring or not paying these infringement notices. What happens then if I don't pay my fine by the due date at that point? Well, it seems to get quite a lot more serious because if you haven't paid the ticket within the time allowed by a reminder notice, then the fine gets transferred to the courts for them to enforce. From there, it's treated as if you'd been given the court, so I've been given a fine by the by a judge in court. You're given another four weeks to pay, and if you don't, the courts can take even further action, such as seizing your property. A court registrar can issue a warrant to seize your property, including things as valuable as your vehicles, in order to pay the fine. A collections officer or a bailiff may enter your premises using force if necessary and seize property belonging to you or in your possession. If you can pay the fine when the warrant is produced, then no further action will be taken. If you're concerned about outstanding fines, you can call 0800 434 637 to discuss your situation. That's 0800 434 637. Logan, um, very clear um, pathway through infringement notices there and, you know, and it, what is clear is that ignoring them ain't the best option because that's just going to end up with a significant amount for you to pay probably relatively large compared to what the original infringement was and they can grow significantly and if you keep ignoring it you can lose your goods uh, certainly something that uh, you uh, want to avoid if you can and uh, if you've got concerns about that, you can talk with Community Law Otago. Of course, they're available for advice on all sorts of matters. Logan, thanks for bringing this one to us on today's edition of Speak Legal. Oh, that's all good. It was uh, nice to be of help. Kia ora. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, Training for Life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.